Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Hi, Mom. Hi, Heidi. Well, you know, we're super excited today because we're tuning in again to The Golden Bachelor and following along with Gary's journey. We think this is really important for everyone because our mission at Open to Hope is finding hope after loss. And he is certainly finding hope. And I know many people who are widowers and have had some kind of a loss or divorce are following along with us. And there's such hope in it, isn't there, Heidi? Absolutely there is. And there's, there's hope that we can find, you know, somebody else after a loss. And this is the third week of the golden bachelor. And now there are now just 12 women competing for Gary's heart. Wow. So one bachelor and know a couple of them are, widowers and um, divorce and all sorts of things from loss. Well, you know, Heidi, one of the things that uh, I talk a lot and we think a lot about are the fears and concerns regarding dating after loss. And, you know, my partner, my fiance, Frank Powers and I are very interested in looking at some people's fears and concerns and have had a lot going on in our practices for the last 40 years of helping people through these fears and concerns. And especially now with online dating, you know, it's pretty incredible what's happening and there's a large cohort coming out. And that's why the bachelor is so amazing because there's so many lonely people out there. So let me get Frank in here with us. Now, Heidi, were you wondering about what some of the fears and concerns are? Sure. I'm very curious to what they are. Well, Frank and I have really kind of found that there are, well, probably about four fears and concerns that are really applicable. And you want to give us the first one, Frank? I'm afraid of reopening my heart. (laughs) Yeah, that's a big one, trying to reopen your heart. I mean, we were seeing some of that. Well, it's scary. And I think for most people, the fear is that, okay, uh, you know, I've lost someone, I've gone through a lot of pain, do I want to go through this pain again? And uh, maybe, maybe the pain will be that I won't find somebody. Or I'll invest in somebody and something will happen to them as well. Exactly. Right. And then the second one is I'm not good enough. How about that one? We saw that on the show tonight. I thought Joan was an excellent example of someone who really owned her fear that she wasn't good enough and that mm-hmm. she got up and she said, look, I, you know, I'm not really, this isn't my forte. However, that I do want to do this show, poem. right? At the poem, I thought it was beautiful and yeah. got his heart. You know what, Frank, sometimes when people are vulnerable and they're their authentic selves, they connect even better. And I think you, you saw that when she read the poem. Exactly, exactly. But she did have the fear of not being good enough. And that is absolutely very common with the people that we've seen in Mm -hmm. in our practice. And uh, really, after a loss, your self-esteem does take a hit. Particularly if you're thinking about dating again, you're like, whoa, I mean, this could really be a very, very scary thing. And I've got to show that I have some kind of a talent and you know, that comes into our idea that I'm not good enough. And it's another how one long of our have fears. I been out of this dating process? And oh my God, 
it's so different than when I was 30. It's different now. And it is different. And you do have to adapt to new skills. And those skills can be learned and mm. they're there. And we saw Joan really, in a sense, use honesty and sincerity as one of the biggest pieces of how you cope with your lack of confidence. Thinking you're not good enough, that you can't do it, that you can't compete with other people. The Golden Bachelor. <laughs> wow, it shows you. 22 to 1 in the beginning. I mean, that's rough mm -hmm. odds. That's rougher odds than most people would experience in real life. And so when you see this and you see these women stand up and get their courage up and then and then participate and get rewarded. I hope that these women, as each one of them leave, feels that they've really accomplished something on this show. When you just put yourself out there and try it, you've really accomplished something on your own. And yeah, Ellen said a very interesting thing very early in the process. And Ellen said, you know what, even if I don't win, you know, what happens is that I now know that I want someone and I'm going to put out the energy to do that. And I mm -hmm. think that's one of the nicest things that happens, even if you're not the person he selects, that you get the confidence that this is what I want. I do want a relationship. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to face loneliness. I'm hearing a lot of women say that. They're saying that they're, they're finally realizing that they can connect again to another person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very important lesson about the Golden Ambassadors that really does help people who are older, who are entering the dating process again. And, you, you know, I have been amazed uh, since we've been thinking about the Golden Bachelor and about online mm -hmm. dating, how many people have met their partners online. It's amazing. I am <laughs> totally blown away. And I'm not talking about younger kids. I'm talking about people over 40. It is absolutely amazing. Yes. Just last night, I was sitting next to some people at dinner and they said, oh my gosh, we just had a honeymoon. They were in their you know, uh, 50s probably and they had met online. And we're very excited about it. So yes. it's kind of kind of amazing. When it's you fun to that. run into people all the time, Heidi, who really, in a sense, have started dating for the first time in their 60s or 50s and 70s. And, and it's just wonderful to see. It's nice to see the energy that can come out of the process of looking for a love that and after loss. After loss is a big time that you have to you have to put things together so you can get yourself ready. And you know, well, and it sounds like the energy is different as people are older now than, than it is when you're younger. Yes. I think it's less frenetic. It's more just enjoyable. And well, I, I do think that one of the nice things is certainly in terms of meeting you was, wow, there's really someone that I could really get into yeah. and really enjoy. And I, I want to have something in my life. And that, that was one of the nice things about meeting your mother. And <laughs> I, I love it. Rewrite it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you see that with uh, Gary, how excited he gets. Uh, he with does. And he's been very, very sweet with all of these, women, no matter what the situation was. A third one, which is no good people are out there. Yes. And, and that's a real fear that that you're not going to be able to find someone that you had a love of your life early and you were lucky and that that can't happen twice. Well, it can. Yeah. Well, you see the bachelor, they've pre-screened everybody. So uh, Frank and I always want to remind you that probably maybe even if you go online, maybe one out of 20 people will be 
people that you aren't the one, but you're yeah. only looking for one. Exactly. So if you have to date a few people, like one woman said to me, I had to kiss a lot of frogs to find a prince. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's really okay because some of the frogs are kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. And, and they're not all bad people. Gary, so. Gary's kissing uh, a lot of them and he, he really likes a lot of them. Yeah. Well, I, I think he's got a nice selection of women Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be tough for him to make the decision. Uh, yeah. You know, I can understand what that would be like. But, you know, most guys, unfortunately, don't have that kind of choice. But uh, online, it's 50-50, 50% men, 50% women. So, so get out there. So there is a really good chance that you can find someone. And someone once said that there is someone out there for everyone. And I think that's really true. But you have to take some time and find the person that's going to work for you. Yeah, you I did. Ah, you see, even uh, Gary, you know, he's got this number of women. It kind of works as nine weeks and he's doing all this whole process. Yes, yes. So it's pretty interesting. So the last one is, how do I know I can trust someone new? Wow. Trust. Well, it's really hard to to build trust and you've got to do that over time. And that it was really interesting to see the dynamics on this particular program where one woman, Kathy, was really in a sense questioning Teresa's sincerity. Hmm. And I do think that that is a normal thing to happen is that you really do wonder if the person is really being sincere. Now, certainly my impression was that Teresa is sincere. And I think Gary thinks that she's also sincere too, because he kept her. He did give her a rose. So I do think that it's hard to be challenged that your sincerity isn't real. And that can happen in the dating process. And, and, and it's not unusual. So what happened between Kathy and Teresa is not unusual that your sincerity, even if you are sincere, will be challenged sometimes. And you've got to hang in there and you've got to, you've got to trust yourself and trust your own heart that you're sincere. Mm -hmm. After a romantic one-on-one -on -one date with Joan, who is a widow, you all know, because you've been talking about her, she gets a call from her daughter. And her daughter has had a baby 15 days ago and isn't doing well. And unfortunately, she ends up having to leave the show, even though she and Gary are very connected. That was a heartbreaker. Yeah. It was. It was yeah. really hard to see that. Not because, you know, I, I could see them ending up together. But mm -hmm. she felt like she needed to leave as a mom. And I guess I was just wondering, mom, you know, you are also a widow and you also have daughters. And I'm wondering in that situation what you would have done. Wow, that was so hard. And I think that was so important that Gary is a widower and she's a widow, that the way they came together was pretty incredible in that emotion together and understanding. And I have to say, I probably do the same thing. And But I would expect that Gary would do the same thing too. Well, I, you know, I do think that he was, he was very careful to let her know that he appreciated her choice and he understood their choice, that she needed to be with family mm -hmm. and that uh, that didn't change his feelings toward her. But I think a guy would do it too. I uh, felt that Gary felt uh, even more connected to her because she made that like choice. He looked like he wanted to go with her. <laughs> he did. He did. Absolutely.
Anyway, it was a great film. Yeah, it was. And it showed a lot of heart on both their parts. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I agree. Devotion to family and, and his understanding and devotion to the fact that she was making a tough choice, one that he was sad that she had to make. Yeah, it brought out a lot of hope again and uh, for the human being. It was a nice human touch yeah, in that particular was. show. It was yeah. great. Okay, so Dating Doctors, thank you so much tonight for all thank your insight. And I look forward to uh, you know, hearing what you have to say about the next episode. Another exciting episode of The Golden Ambassadors. I really feel like this show is showing a lot of emotion and showing the real life struggles that people go through in the dating process. Absolutely. And that's the reason we're here. We want to help people with those struggles through the dating process because well, we think it's worth it. We want to thank everybody for tuning in on the show today. And as Heidi and I always want to remind everybody and Frank too, if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.